The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. And welcome back to the Daily Witness Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Van Vieren. Today's episode is called Know the Father. Praise God. Let's get into a word of prayer. Father, we come before you in the precious name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. We thank you, thank you, thank you for everything you have done for us through your son, Jesus. Lord, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your love and faithfulness. And Lord, in this podcast, Lord, use me to get this message through to your people, Lord. Reveal to them who you are. Lord, help them to get on the right path to receive from you. Lord, I ask this in Jesus' precious holy name. Amen. So, did you know that our Heavenly Father has a lot of different redemptive names? Now, um, a lot of people aren't aware of this. Or maybe there's a lot of people that do know this. You know, uh, God has a lot of different names. And um, each name represents a certain part of Him. And uh, don't be confused about this. You know, like all of us, we've got, if I can say, different names. Now, I'm going to explain something to you, and I really want you to see this because this is going to bless you. For example, when we think of our physical fathers, you know, uh, they got a physical name, and then to their wives, they are a husband. To their children, they are a father. To their friends, they are a buddy, you know, and uh, every father has a different set of skills. You know, some fathers are very good with their hands. Some fathers are very knowledgeable. And you can give them a name that describes that part of them. Now, our Heavenly Father has different redemptive names. And one of his redemptive names, for example, is Jehovah Jireh, which means the Lord will provide. Okay, so he is a loving father, but he's also our provider. You know, um, there is Jehovah Shalom. There's Jehovah Nissi. There is Jehovah Rapha, and today I'm going to be talking about him being our healer, Jehovah Rapha, okay? So if we go to the book of Exodus, and uh, we can go to verse 26 of chapter 15. Now, this is what happened in this scenario. You know, God had just delivered Israel out of the hand of Egypt. They were there like 400 years. They were there for a very long time. And they were indoctrinated, you know, by the Egyptians. And uh, the Egyptians back then, I don't know how they are now, but uh, back then they served a lot of different gods, you know. So that was a ministry in itself to the Israelites. And God delivered them. He delivered them out of that land of bondage, you know. And uh, they didn't know God very, very well. And uh, God brought them out with a strong arm. And he brought them out displaying his wonderful signs and wonders, you know, and he brought them out of that land of bondage. And this is what the Lord had said to them, because obviously they did not know this about him. And uh, he introduced himself as the healer. He said, if thou wilt diligently 
hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do what is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. So if you study out the original Hebrew, which the Old Testament was actually written in, he is introducing himself as Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that heals. So they did not know this before, you know, but God introduces himself as the Lord that heals, Jehovah Rapha. And in the book of Malachi, he says, I am the Lord and I change not. Now, if God says that he doesn't change, then guess what? He does not change. If God introduces himself as the healer and he says he does not change, then guess what? He's still the healer today and he still doesn't change. Now, people do not have the right to say that healing passed away. Who do they think they are when God introduced himself as the healer? Now, I'm going to give you an example about this. Uh, when I was younger, I used to enjoy drawing. I used to draw a lot and I used to draw mostly cars. I would draw you know, buildings here and there. Um, I'm not ashamed to say I was very bad at drawing people. So I generally stayed away from drawing people, but uh, I was good at drawing cars and I enjoyed drawing cars. And uh, I, my parents even sent my drawings to this German motor manufacturer that had a plant in South Africa. And they really liked my drawings. And uh, they said, hey, we want to have an interview with you. I was in standard five or grade seven at the time and uh, my father and I went to uh, Utnake to have an interview with them and they were very impressed with my drawings and they said, you know what, if you stay in constant communication with us and you keep sending us your report cards and you keep sending us designs, we would like to offer you a bursary when you come out of school and we want to give you that bursary so you can one day work for us. And uh, so I, I really, really enjoyed drawing cars and I had so much drawings over the years, you know, but there came a time after I got born again that my desire for drawing just stopped. So I'm going to say that again. My desire for drawing just stopped. So back then, everyone knew that I liked drawing and I had lots of pictures and uh, even in primary school, you know, uh, there was this other guy, I was friends with him, he was also an artist, and uh, we actually used to have drawing competitions in our class, and he used to draw a car, I used to draw a car, and the class would judge us, you know, they would judge who they liked the best, and uh, I used to enjoy technical drawing, and I got 100% for that, and I actually used to teach other people how to do technical drawing, I really enjoyed drawing, but there came a time where I stopped drawing, and I packed all the drawings away and I just, I really forgot about it. And the other night I was there by my brother. It was burger night. It was actually last Saturday uh, and it was burger night and my brother-in-law was there and uh, my two nieces were there and both my nieces, they, they in high school and all this one came to me and she said, hey, um, you're really good at drawing cars. She, she saw my drawings and I used to draw with them like years ago. And she said, could I draw a bus for her? Because she's enrolled in art as well. And uh, I said, yeah, yeah, I'll, I can draw a bus for you. And uh, I drew this bus and everything came natural. It is as if I never stopped drawing. And I did not struggle to draw. But what I'm saying is that ability to draw was still in me. Now, God, who introduced himself as the healer. And later on, he said, I am the Lord. I change not. Guess what? He never stopped healing. He never stopped healing. When he sent Jesus to the earth, 
And I, man, I'm so glad Jesus walked in love because Jesus was very obedient to the Father. Jesus continued the Father's healing ministry in the earth. And Jesus was anointed by the Spirit. He had the Spirit without limits. Okay, so wherever he went, he just functioned in divine healing. You know, he came across multitudes and multitudes and multitudes of people. And there were many times where people used their faith. There were many times where God's ability to heal just flowed through him. And if, if I can word it like this, it was God's faith and the person had nothing got to do with it. But they just got healed without using their faith. Now, I just want to say this, like, please don't get that wrong, you know. There were many, many, many times where Jesus put all the emphasis on a person's faith. But then there were also times where a miracle took place, where people got healed without their faith. So what am I saying? You know, God was the healer. God is the healer. And he's always going to be the healer. And when Jesus walked in his earthly ministry, he just flowed in that gift of healing. And when people heard his messages and they heard that he was anointed, they ran to him and he laid hands on the sick and they recovered. And... All through Jesus' ministry, healing was a gigantic part of his ministry. And then Jesus commissioned his disciples to go out and continue that ministry of healing and to take the gospel all around the world. So I don't see how people can say that healing has passed away when there's no supporting scriptures. But there's scriptures saying that God is the healer. He is Jehovah Rapha. He is the Lord and he doesn't change. That Jesus went through his entire ministry, healing the sick. Jesus commissioned lots of disciples to go out there and lay hands on the sick. And you can see how those disciples over a period of time, over generation after generation, those disciples trained up people and they trained up others and they trained up others. And healing was always available to everyone. Now, yes, God is still the healer today and he has done all the healing he needs to do because he sent Jesus and Jesus took our sin. And when Jesus took our sin, he took our curse. And every sickness and every disease falls under the curse and we have been redeemed from the curse. You know, the Bible says in Matthew chapter 8 verse 17 that Jesus took our infirmities and carried our sicknesses. Okay, that's what Jesus did for us. So no, healing has not passed away. Now, if you are sick and you need healing, the first place that you need to go, the first thing that you need to settle, should I say, is the fact that God is the healer today. You need to settle that once and for all. You need to settle the fact that God is willing and eager to see you healed. And that's why he sent his precious son, Jesus. Look, if you're still on the fence about that, I promise you this, it's going to be very hard for you to receive your healing. Don't worry about the works. Don't worry about the praise. Don't worry about the confession. Don't worry about making plans about your healing. If you don't have that first part right about God's willingness to heal you, you're going to struggle getting your healing. You are going to struggle. You can't go through life doubting God and then expect to get healed. It does not work like that. You've got to go to scripture and you've got to study that out. And you can see that in the Old Testament. You can see that in the New Testament. A massive part of Jesus' calling was to take our sickness and disease. That is part of our whole salvation package. You know, people think that salvation is just having an eternal home to go to. You know, that being heaven. But salvation 
means that Jesus saved us. He saved us from sin. He saved us from the results of sin. Now, the Lord gave me this long time ago. He said, sin, you know, the Bible says sin came into the earth and death by sin or sin came into the earth and the curse by sin. Uh, the Lord showed me this, that when Adam and Eve sinned, that sin gave the curse a green card to come into the earth. Or you can say that that sin gave the curse citizenship to come into the earth. When you look around you and you see what mess the world is in, all that came from that original sin. Every curse that you see right now that came from the original sin of Adam and Eve. That's how powerful the curse is. Now, just imagine how more powerful the blessing is. But guess what? It takes time and effort to walk in the blessing. So if you need healing today, that's the first place that you have to go to. You need to see that God is the healer. And I would suggest that you make notes. You make notes of these scriptures that I'm sharing with you. The first one I would definitely say is Exodus chapter 15 verse 26. And study that out and read it and read it. You can also see in Jesus's earthly ministry when this leper came to Jesus and he said, If you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus did not hesitate. He placed his hand on him and said, I am willing. Be thou clean. And immediately he was cleansed. God is the healer. He's never stopped being the healer. You know, if he didn't mention anything, we would have never known about divine healing. He's the one that has anointed certain people to be doctors. He's the one that anointed certain people to be nurses. He's the one that has given the world medication and medical science. He's the one. He's the one that came up with the concept of hospitals. You know, not everyone has strong enough faith. Not everyone knows that God will heal them. Not everyone knows that God is willing and eager. You know, some people are still thinking that God puts sickness and disease on people. But, you know, they wouldn't have this confusion if they just went and read their word. You know, when it comes to healing, I can speak from experience. It takes commitment. It takes commitment and you need to spend your time in word. You'd be amazed how quickly you grow when you spend your time in healing teachings, when you spend time searching out healing scriptures. And you can find a lot of the stuff if you go to our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And there's a link there called Healing School. And we've got some very good resources there for you. You can even go to our YouTube channel, which is The Daily Witness. And uh, there is a playlist called Healing and if you follow The Daily Witness on Apple Podcast or RSS or Spotify or Amazon Music or Google Podcast, you can go through our audio podcast and we've got healing stuff there. So you can learn about healing very quickly if you immerse yourself in it. And uh, there are so much different healing scriptures and you can find that on our website. But you need to know before you take any steps in any direction, you need to know it's the will of God that you receive your healing. He wants you well. As a matter of fact, he designed our bodies to run perfect. He designed our bodies to run flawless. But when Adam and Eve sinned, the curse came into the earth. Death came into the earth. Sickness and disease is of the devil. It's not of God. The Bible says in Acts chapter 10, verse 38, it says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Jesus went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Sickness and disease is oppression from the devil. you got to know this. you got to settle this. And I, feel, I really feel sorry for those that close themselves off. 
and they keep blaming God for sickness and disease. And they think that sickness and disease is actually a holy thing. I feel sorry for them because they have to sit up with that. And then one day when they stand before Jesus, they're going to find out the truth that Jesus had nothing got to do with that. Jesus actually came that we might have life and that we might have it more abundantly. Praise God. He's there for us. Jesus came to do good, to give us life and have it more abundantly. It's the devil that comes to steal, to kill and to destroy. Sickness and disease is not a good thing. It puts limitations on your life. It puts stress on your life. It blocks you from doing what God needs you to do. It blocks you from living a good life. So for those that want to study this stuff out, it's the very best thing you can do. You need to see it for yourself in the written word. And uh, the quickest way, I would say, is to spend time studying out the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You know, Jesus only did and say what he saw his father do and say. And we know Jesus went everywhere healing, healing, healing. That's what his dad does. That's what our father does. You know, Jesus never hesitated. He was always quick to heal. And that healing is available for us right now. And all we got to do is believe and receive. Hope this message blessed you. And it is a very wise thing for you to study out divine healing. Even if you're feeling good, you don't know what's around the corner. You don't know how the devil or when the devil will attack. Because according to Jesus, storms are going to come. Whether your house is built on sand or on the rock, storms are going to come. That's guaranteed. You don't even have to pray about that. You know, it's wise to have a firm foundation to stand in your time of need. Praise God. God loves you. We love you. And remember, faith comes by hearing. So keep on hearing. Hey, everyone. If you enjoyed today's podcast, Feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sow Into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.